find the baller. My life is more than money and jewelry. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from playing sports to exotic whips. Ain't gotta tell me, dog. I know I'm the shit behind the baller. My life is more than money and jewelry. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from music exec to this podcast. Now I finally feel at home and laugh behind the baller. Yo, 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 what up, y'all? Live and direct from Mind Your Fucking Business. No, no, hold on, BTB Army. I'm not talking about y'all, okay? I'm talking to them. No, not the Matrix. No, no, not the haters. Because the haters are fans, okay? I'm talking to the opponents. Guys, I'm always going to be me. Yes, I've changed but don't get it confused. The narratives or box y'all try to put me in ain't the right size or the right shape, okay? Anyways, guys, it is episode 353. This is the Korean John Cusack, a.k.a. Ben Humble, ready for action, ready for war, ready for love, and most importantly, I'm ready for this week. Actually, am I? I don't even know. Guys, this is the world famous Behind the Baller podcast coming to you in high definition stereo sound produced by none other than the eight time award winning super producers of the year, the Dust Brothers. Sidebar, I really want to ask Michael Rappaport why the fuck he calls them the Bleach Brothers. Okay, that's already a lot of not suitable for work in the first but 90 seconds, guys, this is 100% professional podcasting, museum quality podcasting with original music from Lakey and the BTB theme song by Illegal Cartel. It is April 10th, Monday, 2023, and man, the back nine is on and popping. Are y'all ready to rock with BTB? Okay, then. Let's Go! God willing, in five hours we head to a real CBC vacation. CBC is confidential information. It's a crew that me and my boys are a part of. When I say my boys, I'm talking about the Yang Gang. And even though I wanted to fly on my beloved Delta One, if you don't, if you ain't flown Delta One, first class is but Delta One, man. Anyways, look, I'm just happy to get the fuck away. All right, I've been talking about this on the podcast for the last few weeks. The kids are excited as hell, and it's gonna take their mind off the bullshit they don't deserve. What's been going on? And uh, you know what? Before we get started, I got to give a shout out to Walter and Dan and the crew over at the Andaz for holding me down for the last few days. The room, definitely vibey. Sure, you see it on my stories. Kids love it. It's kind of bittersweet. Spent my birthday, my 50th birthday there with uh, the kids in Nicolette. It's just crazy. Look, guys, it gets harder and it gets tougher. It doesn't get easier in any which way. What happens is, again, I just get, you know, better at dealing with it, okay? Um, We are two weeks away 
from the first annual Wash Lord Invitational. If you are not invited, if you were not an attendee, you are not part of the accredited media, you will not be getting in. There'll be high security. There's only one way in, one way out. So it just ain't going to happen. And I don't think anybody, you know, but there might be some weirdos that try to do whatever and, you know, whatever. I am going through some legal shit. It's not. And the thing is, I'm not tied to any of it on like a business level like everyone thinks I am. So if someone punches you in the mouth, like, don't sue me. I ain't got nothing to do with it. Now, guys, look, I got some clearing up to do from the last episode. Last episode started live from Augusta, Georgia. And I can't even tell you again what this last six days, seven days, honestly, has been just fucking something just undescribable. Now, I thought I'd be in Augusta when the show aired. And I should have landed with an hour still to kill before the show aired, right? BTB Army, listen to me. I have never missed a flight in my entire life. Do you hear what I'm saying? I have been on a thousand airplanes. I have never missed a flight in my entire life. Not ever. Especially with what's going on right now. Never. I cannot tell you. As crazy as the Masters was too. I haven't even spoken to my three guests, my cuz, Pete, Mike from TaylorMade, and barely talked to Jordan, Mr. Jordan Winter, a.k.a. one half of the Dust Brothers. Okay, guys, I had recorded the show, heavy mind, a lot going on, and I think it was a sign. It was the beginning of the end. It was just all kinds of shit. Guys, I set like three, four fucking alarms. I'm not some fucking new jack. All right. I had a fucking alarm for 3.45, 4 o'clock, 4.15, and finally get the fuck out by 4.45, right, to make my flight, which was boarding at 6.30 and get me at 7. I don't, I don't play games. And at that time, I knew exactly what to expect, what backup routes, everything. Never has this ever happened. My phone died. That ain't cap. I put that on everything I love. Okay. It didn't just die. It took five minutes for me just to fucking turn the phone on. I tried to do the up, down, then the thing, reset it, everything touched it. It just died. For that to happen, that's so much deeper than anything that I could even say. That just, no. That ain't no, that's my luck, whatever. My phone doesn't drop below 70%. Ever. I always have a Mophie. I'm near a charger. That's just not how I am. My wife, who would never agree with me at this moment, would tell you how punctual I am. It drove her nuts. Like I said, it was a sign from God. Woke up, called her, and I was like, look. She's like, obviously, whatever. She's in a shitty mood. There's all kinds of shit that's going on. I'm just like, man, this is crazy. Told her what happened. And she's like, well, look. London's auction level just dropped to 91. So I was stuck. Calling Jay Lindbergh, letting the dude know what's going on. He was trying to manage all kinds of fucking people he was handling. And he was like, bro, I don't know what to say to you. They're trying to figure out a flight and everything. As I finally calmed down, I call Ron. 
my coach, Ron Del Barrio, was very, obviously, I, I go to him was for a lot of spiritual help. He's breaking shit down to me. He's like, hey, homie, I would not get on that plane if I were you. There's a flight at like 11 o'clock, or no, I'm sorry, like one o'clock. I would have to get on a Southwest flight to San Francisco, then fly. I have a return trip that's all Gucci. There's all this shit that's going on. I was stuck. Fucking extremely important trip. I pushed fucking court back because of this trip. It was one of the very few things. There's this and the Wash Lord. After that, there's fucking nothing else. Well, there's a US Open in June and literally nothing else. Like besides the kids' birthdays, which I've never missed ever. What happened that day? What happened this week? Again, it's unfucking real. Obviously, me making sure London is okay was the most important thing that I needed to do, right? Getting him back to at least 95 so that I know we could stabilize him to the 96, 97 area and then keep him there and not be worried, okay? You know, it's a process. If he has a cold, if he has congestion, he has something, we address that. Then got to give him some fucking, um, there's this nausea medicine. Why the fuck am I drawing a blank right now? It's like not the time to draw a blank. Jesus Christ. Anyway, there's a nausea medicine that's very strong. Some women take it during pregnancy. I don't know if they can. But anyways, the reason why he takes that is because the next step, and this happens at triage, it could happen at the emergency room, it happens pretty much is he's going to need prednisone. It's obviously a steroid. It's going to, you know, kill the inf inflammation and it'll kill whatever that's, you know, inside of him. And then, you know, obviously if there is a virus, you know, we go to amoxicillin, but he was just sick and I have no idea where the fuck he got it from. Ryder was kind of sick. And thank God it happened here instead of, you know, this trip to Hawaii, right? So got him stabilized. I'm in a fucking bad situation at the house. There is negative energy, whether or not I think I'm the cause of it, I could go ahead and ignore everything that's going on in the house. But that doesn't even work. Okay? So, I, I want to address a few things. Right? Look. And, and I'm going to address some other things in a second. I hate driving. One of the reasons why I probably love the Tesla so much is because the self-driving part really is a big deal. It really fucking is. And as crazy as that sounds for me to say, I hate driving because most of my adult life, more than jewelry, more than sneakers, has been about cars. And as I've gotten more successful or as I've gotten more access or as I've just gotten more cars or whatever, in which I don't give a fuck about cars now, which is crazy. And it's not crazy to me, probably crazy to y'all. If it's more than an hour drive, and by the way, guys, from my office, my factory, it could take 45 to 50 something minutes to get home. That should be a 15 minute drive. Now, when it goes three to four times, it's a big fucking deal. But if it's over an hour drive, like when I would have to drive down to VVS or something, the chances are I just can't do it. 
from my mental health. So what did I do? I said, I can't be in this situation right now. Right? I'm around a woman who hates me for, I don't even know, like I said, it's just, you know, I I know what I've done. I know what I've been accused of doing. The penalty, the fucking charges, the sentence is not what I deserve. Trying to give me 20 years behind bars. There's a metaphor, guys. I'm not talking about jail. I've never been in fucking jail my entire life. As an adult, sorry. I was about to use a really bad example and it just wouldn't be good in this situation. Let's say I stepped on a very important person's sandwich and that person was starving and needed that food to eat. I didn't know that they had a medical condition that they needed to get food in their system and they gave me 10 years that's how I feel okay so I couldn't think straight packed the car right had someone try to talk to me knew I was in a really fucking rough position took all my shit that I packed for Augusta because it was already already in the car And I decided to put the golf clubs in there. They already packed too. And I headed to San Francisco. I couldn't think anywhere else. Didn't want to go to San Diego again. Just, I just couldn't even think. I got a spot there. I could just fucking go. And once the moment that London stabilized, I just didn't know when I was going to come home. Right. I had no plan really until obviously an obligation that I had to do on Friday but I drove, didn't listen to any music because anytime I listen to music, it puts me in a different place. It could be fucking anything. And it just makes me think. Obviously about situation. It's weird. It could be rock music. I just went into a dark place. Barely stopped for gas. Could have made it almost on one tank. I didn't cry on the drive up. I just felt fucked up, like deep, deep pain fucked up, right? But once I got there, I was like, you know what? It's always nice having a car when I'm in the city. Of course, I played some golf. I played um, Lincoln Park. You know, par 65 is short course and I shot 18 over, which is, Definitely not a great score. It's an 83, but shit, people would love to shoot that. But, you know, I had five up and downs. I couldn't think straight at all, right? I'm surprised I even was able to do that well. I hit TPC to get some range work in. That felt good, you know? I I was hitting some balls pure there, but my mind just wasn't on golf, right? The kids started spring break Wednesday afternoon, And um, I thought I was actually going to have to cancel Hawaii because we were in marriage counseling. But obviously, that shit is uh, down the drain now, right? So, you know, I'm just like, all right, well, I don't know what's next. 
like, again, I really don't got a plan. Once the WLI is over, I might really need to get away for two weeks. And I don't mean get away to like New York or Miami or some shit. Like I need to go overseas to do some really deep soul searching. And the last time I did this, I actually left for two and a half months. And it was in 2004 when I thought I was getting married for the first time in my life. And by the way, thank God I didn't get married then. And again, I was gone for 65 days. I went all over Europe, went over Asia. Guys, life was so fucking different at 31, right? It, it just was so fucking different. All right, let me address some things real quick. I need to make some, like, give you guys a little more clarity and clarification from episode 352. Look, the marriage wasn't always all the way great. I was happy overall. Nick was not. 2022 last year was probably the toughest for her because I wasn't really there for her by her side. She was very lonely. She was miserable when she'd asked me for, you know, like, I don't know, man, you know, like, whatever. I was just in such a different place, you know. Guys, I haven't had positive income, like I said, since fucking May of last year. I would get angry. Like, what, yo, yo I'm trying to do this. She'd even said, like, you gotta play golf for six or seven hours. And again, women don't understand that. That's an average round of golf, Right? You could play a round with two people, three people, whatever, and finish in five hours. That'd be amazing. Think about the 30 minutes it takes to get there, 30 minutes to get home, whatever. I asked Nicolette for a divorce last year because I was angry and I was being a dick. And I didn't mean it. I say that because I'm just telling you guys. I've said that several times. It's a terrible fucking thing to say. But again, like I said before, that words mean a lot to her. Actions mean way more to me. Actions mean more to me in general, okay? Well, last year, when I said it in anger, I think it really broke her. Well, I'm sorry, I don't think it did. And again, these last seven days have been the hardest, but like in a different way. I hit my darkest days a few weeks ago when I drove to Mexico without a passport. And what I really mean was, is I was content. I was really good with how we were. You know what I mean? Like, again, men don't change. Women do, right? I didn't pay deeper attention because I'm like, yo, I need to get this shit going. I need to start this. Like, I want to retire. I'm doing this. Like, she couldn't see the vision. And maybe she would have, I told her, but maybe she wouldn't have blamed me because she was already in such a bad place. Okay. She had been holding in all that anger and all that pain. I was that fucking disconnected from her. But again, changing careers was really tough. Right? Because the money was different. Nobody missed any meals. Like I said, still, we still live, you know, a good ass life. If anything, I probably took the biggest hit as far as lifestyle. And I didn't care. I chased my passion, but I also chased the purpose. That was the most important thing with golf. 
And even with 100% true intention of giving our family a better outcome with the sooner retirement date, more time with the kids, more time with Nick, more time for whatever I wanted. Marriage is hard as fuck, guys. I get so much advice. I've had 15,000 people tell me, oh, dog, I don't give a fuck. My brother, my sister, everyone can be different. It's like, no. Everyone's shit is, marriage is hard. I have never been with anyone in a romantic relationship for over two years. Like I said, I was engaged at 31. I thought we were going to get married for real. It wasn't my time. Never did I think I'd get divorced. I think if someone were to do the math after a good amount of rest, some deep breaths, there's just way too much to risk with our kids' future. And with us as a team, the Yang Gang, look, man, yeah, I don't, I don't hear from nobody. We can conquer anything. But it's not up to me. It's not my choice. The ball has been in Nick's court for, you know, the past couple months. And I'll always love her no matter the outcome, but it may take a long time to get over this shit because she and the kids are the most important thing in my life. Now, I don't know if fighting for her is going to work. It's not about the white flag, really. You know, time will tell. But what I don't want is I don't want anyone to attack her. Me being childish at times, and I'm not, it takes two to tango. But at the end of the day, she doesn't deserve any of the hate and everything else. But then again, at the same time, all's fair in love and war, right? Supposed to love and basketball. All's fair and love and war. I know I just said this on the last episode that forgiving is for yourself. Forgiving is for yourself, not for them. I'm sorry, y'all. I really try to practice what I preach. It's just too fucking hard to let go at this moment. <sighs> One or two people brought up Sasha Singleton's name and I ain't gonna laugh, I, I, I laughed. I really think that people forget the fact that, well, the real fact, because it seemed like such a big dramatic situation. I dated that girl for a very short time. Less than three months, you know? Now, backstory. I had met her my birthday, like a couple months prior, found out something, we started dating. So there was a one night, didn't see her for a couple months, almost a few months, and then saw her, started dating. Inside that short period of time, she got pregnant and was actively doing cocaine. She accused me of domestic violence got a temporary restraining order, took me to court, and she lost. 
Not only did she lose, none of her witnesses showed up. Mysteriously tried to blame me. Didn't do shit. And then guess what? An arrest warrant was put out for her. Three fucking months. But because I had a big blog then, and it outed her because I had to fucking clear my name, I had no fucking choice. You know, my back was against the wall. Now, she hasn't stepped into any type of spotlight since. And she was pretty goddamn popular. And guys, that was fucking 14 plus years ago. Cannot compare her to Nicolette. They are absolutely two polar opposites. Fuck you gonna bring up some chick that like tried to fucking bamboozle me. Also 13 years to three months, really? Three kids? It's a whole different thing. Yeah, I know there's a podcast here and I could probably go in and talk shit here and there, whatever. Like I said, man. Guys, when I went to San Francisco, again, I was just like, look, I don't want to talk to nobody. Changed my phone number. I deactivated my account for, I don't know. Why do I, I've never even done that before. I stayed off Instagram. I even deactivated my private page. I was just driving around aimlessly around the Bay Area. Trust me, I wanted to hit some of the, some of the homies, some of the people I've met through subscriptions and shit like that. But I just thought, looked out the window, looked at the view. Actually got to have some amazing shabu shabu at this little spot. And um, I, I was just in a funk. It was tough, man. There was nobody really to talk to. Nobody I wanted to talk to. I had people worried about me. There's people that I talk to. I never go a day without. I didn't speak to Nick. I didn't speak to only, only you know what? I kept an open line of communication with uh, Ryder and Kaya in, um, in London, of course. But guys, man, look. Divorce is messy. I've rarely seen a classy couple make it happen. And even then, there's still some bullshit that whatever, just because you don't see it. I've seen it. Okay. And already, my three kids, well, for sure, my two boys have experienced more trauma in these last couple months than they ever have in their entire life combined. They had the absolute most terrifying experience in their lifetime this past weekend. And I'm just thankful I was there to aid them and comfort them. I took my kids to the Americana this weekend. They just, I don't know what is going on. You know, obviously the energy's fucked up. I take the blame, you know. I don't take all the blame. That's for goddamn sure. But I told my sons, I was about to go walk in and see Super Mario Brothers again because they love that movie. It's the number one movie in the world, by the way, guys. And I know it would be in it. Got some bad grades. Look, the kids loved it. I don't give a fuck what it was. I did cool. I walk into my car. I'm holding both their hands. I don't care if London's almost 11 years old. It's too hard. I don't give a fuck. I looked them both in the eye. I said, guys, I would die for you. I said, do you guys understand how much I love you? And then Ryder said, but dad, then who will guide us through life? <laughs> Fucking Ryder, man. He's always so damn sharp. 
Like I was like, why do you guys have a trust fund, man? He's like, so what? Who's going to show us all the game, dad? Fucked me up when he said that. Wasn't expecting that. You know, I wasn't expecting that at him. Again, London called me. He's like, dad, will you please come home? Can you please come home? And the voice he said it in. I left San Francisco at fucking 3.45 in the morning. Smashed home. With purpose. Man. These combos that I've been having with my boys. They're so different now. They're filled with so much substance. There's so much growth in our relationship. But of course there's, you know, the YouTubers that they love and the Roblox talk and, you know, shit like that. Just like the fun facts over this weekend, right? We went to the um, Manhattan Beach Pier. And we've been there with them before. But it was like, there was a spot, there was a time I used to just love going to that Manhattan Beach Pier. I don't know why. And Ryder goes, Dad, do you know that an octopus has three hearts? And by the way, I didn't know that. Just shit that Ryder says sometimes is just fucking crazy, you know? And I'm just, I'm just so fucked up by the bullshit that has been going on. This bad guy narrative has got to stop. I help too many fucking people. And I won't even mention the obvious about how well I have provided for not just my family, but people even directly and indirectly tied to us. It's fucking funny. Somebody called me a control freak the other day. If I was a fucking control freak, I would use filters and do shit about my appearance. Right? I would do shit to cover up a bullshit life. Nah, I'm opposite of using filters and going to try to get surgery or some shit. I'm unfiltered. I've only been so filtered in the last like maybe eight or nine years because of my wife. I've never told anybody where they can and can't go. There might have been some bad decisions, right? And I'd be like, look, this ain't really the best thing for you to do right now, but I, people say, oh, well, you know, I feel threatened. Is you saying there's consequences? People get scared of the truth. And that's what fucks me up. Like, you're so big on lies and people not telling lies, but when the truth gets told your way, you feel some type of way about it, right? I never have my entire life been like, I'm not going to be your friend if you vote for Trump. But I will say this. If you hang out with idiots who are doing stupid shit, I got a right to choose to avoid you and them because that energy just costs too much and I can't afford it. Okay? Read a pretty dope passage about control. Control yourself, not others. Controlling others shows strength, but controlling yourself is true power. That's going to be my motherfucking mantra. 
right there. Bullshit, fucking manipulative shit that I've been, man, what the fuck is manipulative about wanting to keep your family together? Huh? Again, you do 1,000 good things for someone and do 17 bad. They will only remember the bad. And never has the bad been something that comes close to shadowing the fucking good. (sighs) Guys, let's take a break. Pay some bills. Be right back with uh, (laughs) more BTB Ben Baller therapy. All right, y'all. Be right back. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Okay, now here's my dad. (laughs) I'm learning new things about myself every day, now more than ever. Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we're always growing and always changing, whether it's ourselves or the life around us. Therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react the way we do. Until we talk through things, BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on a journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. I have benefited from therapy. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with the licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash baller today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash baller. What's up, y'all? We're back. Um, I like to negotiate. Like it's something I do. Business, life, friendships, whatever. For anything like I think about negotiating right like why would an NBA or NFL team trade a star player for like a third or fourth fifth round draft pick right there's always a reason guys you gotta play chess too many people think only one two steps ahead I'm legit thinking ten steps ahead while I'm living in today And enjoying the moment. What I won't do anymore. Is give advice to people. Who I've helped. That I love. Who do not love me. The same way. Or at all. And I do it because I don't want them to make the mistakes I've made. These these are ones where I don't want them to learn a lesson like I did. They always think there's some ulterior motive. And what's funny is they always end up seeing that I was right about shit and say like, fuck, I should have listened to Ben. Guys, this is not your practice life. This is not Pac-Man, Donkey Kong. You don't get two more lives after you fuck up this one. This is it. Now look, I found out so much shit in the last two weeks that I almost can't believe that I'm alive. 
But like, you know, I said, I'm, the back nine started already, right? But where do I even begin this next journey? This one's not even over yet. It's like in rare steak mode that is like barely past tartar levels. We haven't got to the seer. <laughs> we haven't got anywhere near medium, right? Do I, like, do I sell the house? Do I move first? Like, what do I do? I don't give a fuck about the expensive furniture. Like, I don't care, right? Nick can take all that. I don't care. What do I do about the 80,000 pictures that I have in my cloud? Like, do I delete them? Do I archive? Like, you know how many memories there are? Like, what, what is my next move? Do you guys realize what I don't share here on the show would make the hardest gangster wear high heels? That's how deep this shit is. It is not a movie, guys. This is a fucking seven-part series. My entire situation feels infiltrated. I'm sorry we're still continuing on this. We'll get into some extra cricketer shit, but I'm, look, guys, I would give up all my success to take me back to five, six months ago. Again, I know it goes against everything that I preach and what I want others to do. But that regret that I have with my marriage will end up being the death of me. And nothing is worse than that regret. And even after all this bullshit, after all and everything that's been happening, with the majority of it being my fault for not being present, for not being gentler, I still don't want a divorce. I'm not crazy. I just want peace. And maybe you guys think it's the delusion kicking in. I know what's best for my family. Even if they think there's a toxic environment, trust me, I know there's been infiltration and we can get to a sound place. But again, not to me, whatever, just saying that's where I am at this moment. I know it's early in the morning, just saying, okay? I changed my life for a woman. Not just any woman, the love of my life. And then I change for my kids, but it's time to save some for myself, okay? My bro, DJ Homicide, his dad, Craig, rest in peace. I'm sorry, Willie, Jesus Christ. Homicide's name is Craig. Homicide's dad, Craig, told me, he said, yo, Ben, you gotta save some for yourself. Or these vultures will take it all. And now God forbid this happens to any of my kids, especially Kaya. But I will say this. I want to thank everyone who's close to us who has said, hey, Ben, out of respect, I don't want to get involved. Hey, you know what? That's cool. Thank you. I appreciate it. You know who you are. What I do not respect is anyone who says, oh, I don't know, I'll just support whatever you do. Now, if my mom said that to me, if I kind of asked her, like, what did she think? I'd say, mom, you are directly connected to me. I'm asking you for your opinion. Don't give me that bullshit ass answer. Go fuck off. That's how I'd really feel, okay? If any one of my three kids ever asked me for advice as adults about anything, let alone 
a situation like this, I would literally triple, double at least say, are you sure you want my advice? And if you are sure, are you willing to listen? Unbiased or not, you willing to listen to me? Okay, look, I would tell them, please understand, it might not be the right or best option for you, but what I will not do is enable you. I cannot motherfucking stand enablers. I will not ever stand with anyone that I love and be complacent, ever. Those I ball with, I fall with. As Drake so far gone reference right there. All right, look, we're done with this shit. Just want to say, I am living proof that money does not buy you happiness. And I don't have billions. I'm just saying. The only thing that I find happiness in these days is hugging Ryder, hugging London, seeing Kyle laugh and smile, just hanging out with my family, right? So we're done with that, guys. I have said everything I'm dated to say, just over it. What the fuck can we jump into? Um, I'm looking at my notes. Donald Trump. Fucking idiot. Absolute moron. He just sent out a message yesterday, said World War III. No context, no nothing. It's a complete fucking idiot. I want you guys to understand something real quick. What was it? Was it 80 million, 81 people, 81 million that voted for Biden? 80 plus million people didn't vote for Biden. 80 plus million people voted against Trump. Now, do they put his ass in jail? I don't know. I don't give a fuck. I just had to say something about it because it's just absolutely fucking crazy. One thinks like, just some of the shit they keep bringing up, Epstein, this and that. Like, guys, Ghislaine Maxwell's <laughs> at her trial, Jeffrey Epstein's fucking pilot already said he had admitted in court under oath, and obviously it would be bad for him to say it for no reason. Trump has been to the island multiple times, not once, not twice, not three times, multiple times. There's shit on a manifest, there's his own jet, whatever, I don't even care. Let's talk about some sports, guys. Look, I got to give a big shout out to my homie, Israel Adesanya. He tapped that ass that was probably one of the best paybacks I have ever seen. The motivational speech was insane. The petty fall drop in front of Alex Pereira's son, crazy. Look, guys, you know I love a comeback. I am Mr. Comeback. I love a comeback. Look, it's not talking shit while you're on top. It's talking shit after you got beat and you come back. It's amazing. Guys, I don't know who's dropping this week on par three. I really don't. I think we got um, someone from FaZe Clan. I'm not even sure. My mind is just, again, so out of it, but I can't believe I missed the Masters. I've got some messages. Didn't even get to read them. And Mike from TaylorMade gets to see everything. He's fucking had a blast. I didn't see. I didn't pay attention to anybody's fucking page. Really haven't been on social media that much. I don't care. But I heard the Masters was lit there. There was obviously some crazy stuff with the tree that fell on hole 17. The weather sucked, whatever. You know what? Could have went, whatever. Man, my week would have been different. I don't know. Like I said, this weekend has been one of the worst weekends of my life. But I've had my kids by my side, and that means a lot to me. Okay, 
But I will say this, congratulations to John Rahm. It was a fucking honor that I got paired up with you for the Farmers Insurance Open. Insane, cool dude. Fucking, he's just crushing it. He is the best player in the golf, in golf right now, period. Sad to see Tiger withdraw, but motherfucker made more cuts than anybody at the Masters. It's crazy. Now, we'll say this. The live players showed up, period. I'm not a huge fan of live, but the top dogs, I mean, yo, Phil Mickelson to come in and say, are you crazy? At 52? It's lit. Patrick Reed, like, what the fuck? But the quote of the week was from Sam Bennett, who's a fucking amateur. He golfed his ass off. And he said, guys, it's golf, not golf swing. Best fucking quote. Period, point blank, best quote. Now, my Lakers. I haven't watched a ton of basketball. It's been in the background, like I said. Again, for the fifth time this episode, this has been a week. Like, wow. There is so much that I've left off on purpose, and thank God I did. Because I'm taking the high road, guys. All right? But look, I am looking forward to chilling in Honolulu, spending time with my family, and strengthening that. Because that's all that matters. Now, all I want to do is spend time with my family. It's about to get a little uglier. But... It is what it is. Don't forget, Wash Lord Invitational is in two weeks. I'm hoping that we can air it somehow, stream it. We, at one point, we're talking to the Golf Channel and trying to figure something out. I don't know. It's going to be amazing. There will be another one at the end of the year. I will give you guys some notice on that. I am doing the subscriber-only garage sale. I will start interacting. I'm just really, like, I cannot tell you. Mentally, I'm, I'm eh. you know, I have better days hoping you know to get that off my mind but where I am position wise is like crazy now I'm not worried about the future it's just these next few weeks that are fucked up I think I've said all I can say guys look everyone make sure you love yourself even and especially if nobody else does because <laughs> You got to love yourself just to exist. But look, I love you guys. I hope to have some better news and more or less bullshit about my life that nobody should even really care about by next Monday. I hope next Monday, all I talk about is shaved ice and Hawaiian barbecue and snorkeling and going to the zoo and just all kinds of great stories. I'm hoping... I have nothing but great experiences from Hawaii. But anyways, look, guys, that's going to be it for the show. You hear the Lakey Lake in the background. Listen, please subscribe if you haven't already. I am going to start figuring out where all the listeners are from. I know I got listeners in Australia, in Africa, in Brazil, all throughout the United States. I got a lot of listeners in Canada. I have listeners in Asia. I'm going to figure out a way where you guys can hit me and just tell me where you're from. I really do want to get a poll of where you you guys are um, located out and meetups are going to have to push back. I think I was just giving myself too much credit about how hard this journey was going to be, but I appreciate you guys who've tuned in. 
I've been as real as I could be. All right? All right, y'all. Till next Monday, I love y'all. Peace. Peace.